Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy Errol from the A and E podcast with my co-host Tuan. How you doing, bro? I am wonderful. <laughs> Man, what a what a Sunday! What what a week in general? Oh, but tell me about it. What tell me about it. Um, y'all, the NFL is back. Thank God. Thank God for just creating this game for us and enjoy. Um, look, y'all know where I'm going to. It's not Lamar Jackson's sorry ass or 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 Marcus Merrick oh, or Marcus okay. Merrick for the you know throwing three touchdowns and a fluke effort against Cleveland Browns and Odell. No, 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 we're not going there. We're going to the Dallas Cowboys, and I told y'all asses we going undefeated this year. Number one and number two, we win the Super Bowl, and now y'all see we might have Black Dan Marino behind the hell. <laughs> like, let's just keep it real. All the folks talking about Zeke ain't going to be there, this and that. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Matter of fact, apologize. Because I have all of y'all speed dial still. I'm going to add all y'all names on Instagram. Keep talking. Please keep running your mouth. But in all seriousness, um, we're going to start with my Cowboys because, number one, you know, I'm starting the podcast off. And number two, I mean, were you not entertained? Like, come on. <laughs> Now, Twan said something to me during the game that I enjoyed, and he's right. Kellen Moore might be the best thing that ever happened to the Dallas Cowboys, play call wise. Uh, Twan, what did you see from Kellen that had you impressed? Well, first of all, for, for those who don't know, Kellen Moore is the new offensive coordinator for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And I was, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Kellen Moore like the all time NCAA wins? Like, he has the most wins in college football history, boys, or something like that. <laughs> Boise State. Yeah, some he has some crazy like that. So I mean he's been around good coaching. Like you go um around his, his football career, he's been around good coaching his whole career. Of course he played quarterback. A lot of times quarterback make great coaches and coordinators. Blah blah blah. Anyway, he um I thought what he did, um, the way he utilized Dak, you know, I've been calling for them to use, you know, Dak's legs more often. Yeah. Um for the longest. Like you just you really gotta go. And I don't know, like, go back to Dak's college career uh, at Mississippi State. Like, he was so um, dynamic, not necessarily, like, you know, just running away from people and all that stuff. But, like, he would just say he was such a threat as a runner, Just you know. Yeah. And Dak is a big dude. Like, people don't want to hit Dak. Like, people, you know, he get he one-on-one in the secondary with safeties and corners. Like, you know, taking hit from them to them. They, I mean, they don't want getting hurt. You know, from 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 feeling his behind. So like it's um, I thought them using him in the run game was 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 definitely big. And then just the threat of him, you know, being able to run, being able to pull the ball on options and stuff like that, that opens everything. You know, opens up a lot more stuff for the run game. Uh, as far as the running backs running the ball, as well as play action. Right. Um, uh, makes everybody free. So man, um, Kellen Moore did a good job. And then not only that, man, he was getting everybody involved. In the game plan, it was ridiculous. Not, yeah. Everybody was getting involved. I, I mean, I was really impressed with that man. Michael Gallup had like almost 160 yards. Um, they played well. And I'm not going. I'm not going downplay it and say that. Oh, it was the Giants. They supposed to do that? No, nah, man. They, the, the, you know, a lot of times organizations and the GM people in the front office they may try to tank and they may be trying to but when those guys out there on the field they're out there playing they're giving everything that they have they are still professional athletes 
Right. So I'm not gonna take anything away from him. You know, right? I, I got to give it up to my boy Rain. Now, Rain, Rain showed out, and you know he had four TDs. And um, yes, sir. And, you know, I I can't take nothing away from him. You know, he played well, <clears throat> and um, I, I Dallas is gonna be a problem this year. Um, and uh, and, and just to stick on that, you know, to the topic of that game, everybody know Dallas won, but um, uh, Giants, I, that was just a. Uh, that just, I mean, they're just the Giants. And, you know, Saquon is Saquon. Like, I can't imagine them right now without Saquon and Evan Ingram. Mm. Evan Ingram Evan Ingram played well. Yeah, he played very well, I thought. Uh, yeah. I think I forgot how dominant Evan Ingram could be because he, he's not on the field a lot, I guess. Like, he gets injured. But um, I'm not going to lie. First play of the game, Saquon broke that 60-yarder. Look, <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan, y'all. But. I've told my friends a lot. Saquon Barkley is the greatest running back of all time. I'm saying no, stop. He's not the greatest. I'm saying I'm saying now. I don't even care. People say, "Are you okay? Cool." I'm just look. I just seen it before y'all did, (laughs) but mark my words, this man is the greatest running back talent I've ever seen in my life. Like I I don't know how you can. I I just don't even know where this guy gets it from. Um, But what I'm about to let Twan do right quick, because today's podcast, we're not going to do a whole bunch of, you know, just random stuff. We're going to do run through these games, basically. I'm going to let Twan get his uh his praise off, because I know he's been waiting so long. He, uh, If you know Twan, and he texts you during that game yesterday around 1 o'clock, you know what game I'm talking about. That boy was unbearable. I could not. I want to block Twan's number, y'all. But, Twan, talk about the Ravens and, uh, and Dolphins game. Well, I mean, I'm gonna just be quiet the whole segment, y'all, because I don't want to come off like a hater. <laughs> so he got it. He got it. Well, you know, Baltimore. They went down to Miami. Played the Dolphins. Now, um, <laughs> I'm gonna say this about the Dolphins. We're gonna get the Dolphins out of the way. Um, now, <laughs> the score of the game. What was the score? Was it 60? What was, what was it? 50 or oh, 62 to 59 to 10? 59 to 10. Yeah. 59. Oh my goodness. 59 to 10. <laughs> That's I'm telling you, that don't happen in the NFL, period. I don't care who it is. Stuff like that does not happen in the NFL. I don't care how sorry a team is. Well, um, our next game. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, that was bad. But um, so uh, the Dolphins offensively, uh, defensively, they still got, I mean, their secondary still, I mean, they still got guys back there in the secondary. Um, they got the highest paid corner. They got Minka back there, uh, Rashad Jones, uh, Eric Rowe. Um, they got some guys back there in the secondary that could, you know that could play, but um, they still have um, uh, you know they, I think their last three draft picks have been actually been de- defensive players because they had Christian Wilkins and stuff. Defensively, I think they'll be all right, you know, going forward in the future. But offensively, they literally have nothing. Nothing. Um, and uh, besides Devontae Parker, Devontae Parker made one heck of a catch. Um, but Josh Rosen, um. You throw him in the trash can. Yeah, I, listen. I told my son they when uh, they took Minka Fitzpatrick. I'm uh, not. I mean Minka Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. When they took him out the game, and they put in Josh Rose. I told my son. I told him right. I was like, I guarantee you, he's about to throw a pick. I guarantee he's about to come. <laughs> His second pass attempt picked off. I knew it was coming. I'm like, this dude is terrible. He's not a good football player. He wasn't even that good in college. I didn't get what everybody saw in him. I'm like, it just it was just mind blocking to me. He had a. He just, I'm trying to figure out why was his. It had to be measurables or something because I don't understand why he was such a, a hot commodity in high school or whatever. Well, he yeah he was a big time prospect coming out of high school and 
you know, people were, uh, they were, you know, I don't know. They, they, they you know, they kind of just had a name. Yeah. You know, and then his freshman year, you know, he had some big games as a freshman too at Cal. And um, so that kind of like, you know, aided in his hype. But he never was. And like, you think about, go back to all the reports, like he was interviewing bad before. The, uh, You know, he had bad reports about his attitude and stuff like that. Yeah, he did. And, um, yeah, so I, I just wasn't a, I wasn't, I was never a Josh Rosen fan, but he's not the answer. Uh, they're gonna be drafting Tua Tango Vialoa next year, or Jalen Hurts. You know, we throwing, going throw Jalen Hurts in that in that mix. But, but anyway, uh, but anyway, enough about them. The Dolphins ain't doing it on the offense until they get a quarterback. Um, and I hope they get one for Coach Flores. I hope he's just not a one and done two year guy. And they, I hope they actually give him a chance. Um, but. Baltimore Ravens put up 59 points, led by uh, the 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 MVP leader, race leader right now, Lamar Jackson. Five touchdowns, 17 for 20. Almost 350 yards passing, 17 for 20. Now, granted, one of the one of them was a throwaway. Another pass uh, was a slight overthrow. That was almost another bomb on a scramble drill. And then the third incompletion came on a drop by Willie Sneed. So, you know, it's it's uh, uh you ain't doing this it's, right. It's um, I mean, I told you guys, and that, I mean, I'm not gonna stand here dwelling it too long. I told y'all what was about to happen. All these crazy people on ESPN and Fox Sports that just be running off stuff. Like, oh, he can't do this. He can't do that. I'm like, you can't say he can't throw. He just hasn't been given an opportunity to do it or show that he could do it. Like I saw him do it in college. You just have to give him an opportunity. Like he was thrown in the fire midway through the season. They completely changed the offense. Um, the offense was designed for Joe Flacco, and like he just like you got to get a guy an opportunity um, to do things for you can say stuff. And then even going through that, like if you go through his first hundred and Warren Sharp had an article about this, kind of like dispelling this myth. Like his first one hundred and fifty passes out of any quarterback that's ever played football. He had the highest passer rating over any quarterback. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Dan Marino, anybody you want to throw in there. Andrew Luck, all these people. Um, Lamar Jackson's passer rating was higher than every single quarterback that has ever played football. And it's 100, first 150 pass attempts. And I know it's still like that now because he threw 20 more. He had a perfect passer rating. Leading the league in QBR right now. Um Ran the ball only twice. He ran it twice. One of them was a kneel down. They say he ran the ball three times, but I really don't count kneel downs as rushes. And, um, yeah, man, look, Baltimore, I picked them to win the division. I picked them to go to the playoffs. I told y'all Lamar, what Lamar was going to do. Hollywood and Florida boys down there showing out. Whew, Lord have mercy. Well, it's going to be fun this year. Lord, it's going to be fun. Okay. Very, very odd that – uh. Aaron just sent us a a message during this segment that uh, if you had bet thirty thousand dollars on the Ravens blowing out the Dolphins, mm-hmm. it, you would have won six hundred thousand dollars. Yep, a guy did it actually too. Insane. Um, well, let's move on because uh, Tuan just said it's not in the NFL. It doesn't happen where you get blowed out like that. And uh, much as I hate to admit it. The next game we're going to talk about, y'all, that happened. Um, 43-13 to 13 massacre of uh, the Tennessee Titans, of all people, by the way, of all people, the Tennessee damn Titans, beat Odell. 
and Jarvis <laughs> and the Browns. Yeah, uh, once again, once again, I'm gonna hustle this on this game. I'm gonna let Tuan get his stupid comments off. Tuan, go ahead. So what you gotta say about Marcus? Sorry. Yeah, well, led by Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. Um, you know, the flying Hawaiian, one of my guys. Uh, that I told y'all, y'all got to stop sleeping on these people, man. His biggest problem has been just this health and lack of play call. Even in, during this game, the play call, I'm just sitting there, oh, they got 17 tight ends again. I'm like, this dude is a spread quarterback. Let him do what he does best. Um, but anyway, I don't want to digress into my whole Marcus Mariota rant. Um, but yeah, because yeah, we don't care. Because yeah, we don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, look, passer rating up there, three touchdowns, you know. Hey. Anyway. Speaking of passer rating, somebody had a perfect passer rating this weekend. Yeah, his name is Lamar Jackson. Uh, his name is Dak Prescott. You mean, uh, you know, yeah, my, my guy Rain got one in there too, you know. Okay, finished one. Damn. All right. Yeah, but, yeah, anyway, so Cleveland, man, I, 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 I'm not going to say that I'm disappointed or surprised. Um, and Earl, as you know, I picked them to lose the game. Uh, <laughs> and I pulled sheet. Like I did not expect them to win this game. I thought it was a bad matchup for the for the Browns. I thought it was a good matchup for the Titans. Uh, the Browns offensive line is awful. Nobody ever talks about it. I always talk about all these weapons, all this stuff. But the offensive line is terrible. Uh Baker Mayfield is not athletic at all. Like, I mean, he's he's a decent athlete. Like he's not He's an athlete compared to normal people, but yeah, he I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But he's not like he's not like some guy like he's going to be getting away from passers like Kyler Murray. Like, it doesn't do as much to to make up for his lack of height. Um, so so he needs a, a clean pocket. They need to protect him, um, in that way. And I just didn't. I never saw that happening. Um, this year, like, I I don't see how they're going to protect him. And um, I mean, of course they're going to make plays. I think they're going to, you know, I still think they're going to be a competitive team this year. Not saying it bad. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs right now. I don't. I don't see that happening. But um, cause you, I mean, you got to be able to protect the quarterback. But uh, he's just not athletic enough. Like in the sense of like Kyler Murray. Like I saw him running around yesterday. Like he just running around for his life. But he's running around, but can't nobody catch him. So it's like, well, he can get away with it. Baker Mayfield. As soon as it breaks down. He ain't getting away from nobody. He's going you know? nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, hey, it's a ride. Like, he can scramble out, you know, get, make a look, make a few things happen. But he's just not that type of dynamic athlete where he could just overcompensate for the lack of offensive line. So, um, you know, I it, Cleveland has the weapons. Um, defensively, um, I thought – I mean, I just thought they were outclassed uh, um, and outcoached as well. Man, Tennessee was drawing up some um, – some timely blitzes on offense. They were they were calling some nice plays, and and when it got to the fourth quarter, it's Derrick Henry time. I mean, you could just see them like, I don't want to tackle this dude no more. I'm tired of it. Like you could just see it just wearing down on them. And you know, Baker Mayfield with the three turnovers, um, that was just pretty. That was pretty, you know, toxic. Uh, you know, for that, for you know, for the end result. So, um. Titans, man, they they look pretty good right now, and uh, like I said, I think they're going to be the best team in uh, in division right now. If I had to pick, I, I mean, right now my 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 conference ranking, I put the Titans at the top of it. The Browns, man, um, I'll say this: they're better than Pittsburgh. I will say that right now. They ain't as bad oh, as Pittsburgh, but they, I mean, they still got to win. What were your thoughts on that game, though? Uh, which one are you talking about now? Uh, Tennessee, Cleveland, like from Cleveland, like because you know they had they've had high expectations. Hmm, they from did. A lot of people. Well, I was I don't even know if it's high expectations, but they've been getting it's a lot. It's just better than Cleveland's expectations. 
historically. They just had they had yeah. to do some yeah. good. And um yeah. I mean I think uh I this might sound crazy, but I'm actually kinda glad this happened. You know I love drama and to see how Baker may feel you know, I I like Baker's personality. I know a lot of people don't, but I do. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to know what it's gonna be like when Baker talks all that, you know, all that trash, and then gets hit in the mouth early, <laughs> and and yep. without seeing it. And uh, and one of the things I was thinking of the whole time, I'm like, you know what? Let Baker come out and play like trash and see what happens. <laughs> and boy, did they ever. Um, I mean, I was very impressed early on with how they were targeting Odell like hell. Like the first yep. first quarter, I was watching. Odell had like it seemed like four or five catches. Like Odell was doing everything. And yeah. my thing is I stopped watching that game to watch other games, of course. By the way, y'all, Sunday tickets gotta be the best thing out there. Like I, I, don't, even, I don't mind paying that money because that's the best. From one to nine on Sunday, you can't even bother me. You can't. Yeah. Because I'm not talking to you. Unless yes, it's about football. <laughs> but uh I mean, like I said, watching that first quarter, I would have thought this game's gonna be crazy. Like it's gonna be easy for Cleveland and when you get to the third quarter, you see the Browns still. I don't even know if they scored by then. I don't even know. But I just know that Tennessee, clearly, like, they were the tougher team. Lenny Walker's press conference had me dying when he channeled. Uh, yeah. uh, Green quote. They were who we thought they were. And then, like, but Lenny was right, though. We 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 tougher than them. He literally said we are tougher than they are. And, and yeah. I mean, clearly they were. So, yeah. I mean, I mean and, and, and then – a lot. Uh, another thing too, man. I know a lot of people want to try to poo-poo the preseason, but Baker did not look good in the preseason, mm. and it carried over. And I was like, man, this is like, mm. it's like they they knew something. I was like, they must have known something. That top defensive player they got three interceptions. I'm, I, I and I just saw how they was getting after him. It's like they had a plan. I was like, wow, yeah, this is you know this is pretty pretty intense. How they're, um, it, it's 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 really telling. Now, as far as like Odell and Jarvis, Jarvis almost made a catch on the sideline. When I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, like, they are, they're going to they're going to be tough when they get it. David and Joker got to do something about his drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has he three too. drops. And like, I, I think he was second in the league in drops. Uh, it was bad drops. Tight end. It was bad drops. It wasn't even like yeah. And, and here's the thing, right? So like Travis Kelsey, I think he led the NFL as far as in, um tight end position and drops, but he makes up for it like with in. Spectacular plays, touchdowns, all this stuff. And Joku gonna have to like, he gonna have to find that balance, or he gonna have to stop getting. Because he dropped a couple of them on third down. I was like, oh man, that hurt. You know, I mean, he open, he getting himself open. He a, a freak athlete, but you can't. I mean, you can't afford to do stuff like that. And now they're going into next week where they're gonna be playing the Jets, and both of them are ba- almost in dang their must win games because they. It's really gonna be hard to start off zero two. And that, and I know Baltimore with that division, they're going to play the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals are coming to play them. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, you know, so Baltimore is probably like fifteen points. I'm probably two touchdown favorites. So if Baltimore starts out two and zero, and Cleveland starts off on two, like they they don't want to have that happen. Same thing with the Jets, who blew a game. But um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty interesting, man. Yeah, and I agree. Like if if Baltimore goes two zero. Then that's probably it. <laughs> they 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 got it. It's done. Yep. Um, I don't see Cincinnati. I don't see t- t- everybody else lost. But oh my goodness. Uh, let's go ahead and get to that Jets game. Um, we'll do it really quick. Yep. Jets played Buffalo Bills. Um, not the most exciting game of the week, but uh, Le'Veon Bell was back though. Le'Veon yep. actually uh, 
It's so funny to me. I was watching the Randy Moss segment just now. You got Moss on uh, ESPN, which is one of the best segments, I think. I love you got Moss. But um, they just showed Le'Veon Bell when he jumped over the guy for two-point conversion. It looked like the most unathletic Moss I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I, I just, like Le'Veon didn't seem like he jumped very high, but for some reason you can tell the corner, the, the safety, he just missed time to hell out his jump, and it made it look so bad. Yeah. I was uh, really glad to see Le'Veon get back out there. Um, Sam Darnold, not impressive to me. <laughs> I mean, Josh hmm. Allen. Hmm. I mean, really, both really the, look, the defensive game, it was awesome if you like defense. Yeah. Offensive-wise, you weren't impressed. Uh, you got any thoughts on that game? Um, the pr- Man, Sam Darnold is who I thought he was. Josh Allen is who I th- thought he was through two picks and – and uh, we're not not just so much Sam Donald, but Josh Allen did not look good at all. I'm telling y'all, uh, Devin Singletary looked great. Um, and his- he should have got so much more, Brian. He should. Oh got yeah, so and, I, and and he will, and I, and I'm sure he will. But I mean, Devin Singletary, he's a true. He didn't get his first touch until like midway through the third the quarter. Third quarter. Had, like over 100 total yards. Yeah. And I, I'm telling y'all, I don't know if that's right now. I don't know if there's a back. I mean, like, y'all, he had people, like, literally, he was literally breaking ankles out there, having people fall down, like, the same stuff he was doing in college, you know, and um, I, I'm highly, highly impressed by what I saw from him. He reminds um, me of Shady, does he? I mean, I don't know if he, he might. He does, but Shady, not Shady didn't have this much right. wiggle. Uh, Shady had wiggle, like, I mean, we know Shady got crazy wiggle. Like, I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from but Devin, like, the stuff he was doing was, like, I mean, it, Crazy. It, he was so confident with it. Like, yeah. like he was toying with people. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, making people look bad out there. So, I'm, I'm impressed. I know he's probably going to be, like, a big-time ad in uh, folks' fantasy. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Well, what's another game? What, what's the next game we got? Next game, this was the more, most surprising game in the, meet, the week to me because it was so weird. It was Atlanta versus the Vikings. Um, the reason it was weird to me is that the Vikings threw 10 passes the entire game. 10. Mm. Yep. But they beat the living hell out of Atlanta. And Atlanta's yep. offense looked so – well, I won't say the offense. The offensive line for Atlanta, Matt Ryan might not make it through the year, y'all, because they look so bad. Besides yeah. the fact that uh, Julio and Xavier, Xavier had their, you know, battle again that I would say Xavier won. Julio got a garbage touchdown. That he wouldn't even – Xavier wouldn't even own him, so I don't really count that. Yeah, I would think Xavier played, like, the last few drives. And yeah. Took him out. But um, the game was so bad, though. Like, Devont – look, I've said it. I know it's for the state, but I don't care. Devontae Freeman is one of the worst running backs in the NFL. No, he's I not. you say something about blocking. No, he's not. Look, look, I hear the blocking part, but Devontae doesn't even look elusive anymore. He does not look. He He's doesn't play look powerful. One no game. More. You've seen him no. one game. No, I've had Devontae last year too. Like I, I've seen Devontae play. He was hurt time. last year. He wasn't hurt the whole Give season. Time. He was not hurt the whole season. Okay, we'll see. You'll see. And the backups look so much better than Devontae. It's, it's crazy to me. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like overreaction like, Monday. I mean, settle <laughs> in, Devontae. He got to get his legs back on him. Settle in. All right, whatever. But uh. The Vikings, though, uh, the whole we're going to run this ball 300 times a game thing that they said we're going to do, boy, did they ever. Uh, and this was one of the most entertaining games when it came to hits, by the way, because we've seen Dalvin Cook and Deion Jones truck yeah. back and forth. Yeah. I've I seen Dalvin truck 
Dal- I see Dalvin Trucks, Dion. I didn't see Dion pop Dalvin. I seen Keanu Neal, which by the way, that was a ridiculous. What was that? Out of bounds? Not an out of bounds. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, they called a personal foul, like a late hit for him being out of bounds. And I got a um one of my buddies, James, he sent me a text message about that. And uh, he's like, man, like these calls should be reviewable. And I agree. Like, if you're going to be able to review judgment calls like pass interference, this is definitely, like, this is something that it wouldn't even be a judgment call. Like, uh, it's not something like that's subjective, uh, like a pass interference would be. It would go different from person to person. But yep. I can see if somebody's out of bounds when they got hit. Uh, Kyler Murray got hit out of bounds uh, one play, and they didn't call anything. But I'm like, well, they should be able to review that, that he got hit out of bounds. You know, if they're going to be doing, you know, uh, you know, pass interference. But, you know, I guess it's going to take that, uh, you know, some kind of drastic uh, call or a drastic missed call for them to, like, you know, to, you know, for them to bring it up. But I actually did. I don't know about you. I don't think I saw any <clears throat> pass interference reviews uh, the whole week. Uh, well, all day yesterday. I don't know. Maybe you did, but I, I didn't see any. I mean, not really. Uh-uh. I can't. I can't recall seeing any one of them. Um, yeah, I can't either. To be honest with you, um, I don't know. Was Was it anything that stuck out to you about the game? I guess. Oh, uh, about oh no. Uh, the, uh, the Vikings defense is looks better than they did last year. They look healthy, and um, I would definitely say that about them. They looked a lot healthy. Uh, I thought them blitzing uh, um, Anthony Barr a lot more. Um, Atlanta's just, uh, I don't know. Are the Vikings better to you, or is this still the same Vikings? No, yeah, they're better. They're better to me, well, because they have Kubiak and assistant that they're going to run. They're basically running this. They're doing the same thing with Dalvin Cook as what Dalvin Cook was doing in college. Okay. And, and so he's running his own scheme. He got a fullback out there. They're going to run the ball 20 times a game with him alone. Now, you know, they're going to run it more than that. But, uh. I like what they're doing, and if you if, even if you do, if you're only throwing the ball ten times, making an efficient ten throws. So I think they hit like eight out of ten. Yeah, and um, you know you can still, you can win football games that way. You know, <laughs> like if you can run the ball and they can't stop you from running, but you can stop them from running it. Then you still, I mean, you're still you're there. And I, th- I you know, and again, I picked the Vikings to win that game as well because I just was like, I think the Vikings defense is really good, and I know they're going to be able to run the ball. And again. Can't poo-poo the preseason. The Vikings running game in the preseason was looking excellent. Uh-huh. Um, even though it was vanilla, they, I mean, they were doing a great job. So that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Agreed. Um, it feels so weird that we've gone this far in the podcast and not talked about Patrick Mahomes, but let's go ahead and do it now. Uh, the Chiefs went down to Jacksonville. Told Beat the brakes on Look, as much as Look, Jalen Ramsey had a rough day. Let's just, let's just go ahead and put it out there. Man, a rough game. I know you want to sit there and defend your guy, but look. Oh, rough game? Yes. He missed the tackle. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then what else? What else? I, I don't know what else. I, I don't know what else you want to do. Let me walk his card touchdown too. Uh, yeah, but that, I mean, he would have caught that touchdown on anybody. There's nothing else you could do. Right, what, what, what else could Jalen Ramsey have done in that situation? Look, that was great. Was that not look, great coverage? Look. All I'm saying is that he had a rough day. Plus, 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 St. Brock is pushed off on him. I agree. Like he gave up. He gave up two catches the whole game, mm-hmm. and that's a rough. Like I'm like, come on, man, that's not that's not a rough game. He's got the problem is, he's got me huh? tackle. 
He had like he didn't want to make the tackle. He had, yeah, he, he should have made that tackle. Yeah, he should have made that tackle. That missed tackle was bad. That was bad. Cause cause he, no excuse cause, it looked like he could have boomed him if he really wanted to. That's why I just don't. Eh. No, mm. you can't. I don't know if you were watching Sammy Watkins. You gotta approach Sammy Watkins cautiously. Cause if you just run out there out of control trying to tackle him, then he finna. I mean, he shook AJ Bouye a couple times. Oh, like, uh, oh he was, my god! Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! But uh, so he looked like Clemson Sammy Watkins, boy. Yeah, he he looked nasty. Uh, let's just go ahead and break down this Jazz offense. Was there anything you liked about this offense at all, really? Besides, well, I, I ain't I, uh, DJ Sharp to me. I was happy to see him finally. I guess me too. getting a chance, chance if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. That was exciting. I agree. Uh, Leonard Fournette to me still looks like like Leonard Fournette. I mean, he uh, if he's coming down, he'll let me. I don't want to tackle him, but at the same time, I'm not terrified of him. Uh, to be yeah. honest with you, uh, he he looked a little better uh, this uh, this year uh, running the ball. He looked a little better than I've seen him in a while. Uh, yeah, like his freshman sophomore year at uh, LSU, uh, as far as like making guys miss, because like the past two years, uh, he had been making people miss. And uh, I saw him make a few guys. Now, maybe you could chalk that up to the Chiefs defense. But um, I, I just – I think the ja- – I mean, the Jags, I mean, they suffered a tough loss, you know, losing their quarterback, Nick Foles. That was – Because so they were right there literally in the game. Yeah. Um, And you lose him, uh, that's that's just tough. Now, granted, uh, Minshew came in looking pretty tough, looking like Uncle Rico. <laughs> he did. He really um, did. He did. He didn't play bad, but Leonard Fournette had a fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the ball back, and then you can't you, when you play a team like that. You cannot punt the ball more. You can't have more than three punts, and you can't turn the ball over, or you're gonna lose. You're gonna they lose. are going to score. And of course, they had a little you know altercation. Uh, got into uh, Miles Jack got kicked out the game, which is to me Miles Jack is one of their the best players on their team. Period, pound for pound, he's like their best. I thought it was their best linebacker. Right. I mean, since he's been there, I thought I thought he's been better than Telvin Smith. Um, um, even when Telvin was there, and of course they lost Telvin, and there nobody. Talk, I don't know. That, that's like the strangest thing in the world. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, uh, but it's well, like nobody cares. But I mean, if you watch football and you know about Jaguars defense, like yeah, I mean he's all, wondering he's all where the hell is Telvin Smith at? Yeah, yeah. So and and then uh, they didn't have Marcel Darius. Um, he was out. Uh, they didn't have their left tackle. And, um, you know, it's just going to be tough. Now, granted, they just traded for, like, Josh Dobbs, I think. I just saw that. Um, yeah, traded for Josh Dobbs. Of course, I don't think they're going to help. I think Minshew is going to be the guy right now. But, uh, yeah, man, the, the defense, got they got to pick it up. They got to play better. And uh, they got to they gotta figure some stuff out, man, because that, that is uh... – and then, again, they played against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are better, a yeah. way better team. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Now, Tyreek Hill got – um, uh, like he has some kind of issue with his, sh- his shoulder. He's mm-hmm. gonna miss a few weeks. Mm-hmm. He caught a pass, caught like a little comeback, and Jalen tuned him up on the sideline. Yeah, hurt his shoulder, and um, so now he's gonna be out for a little bit. And um, but you know they got Miko Hardman. Uh, they got Anthony Thomas. I mean they got Sammy Watkins is healthy. That is scary. I mean, it, I mean without Tyreek Hill, they still scary. But that's uh, Sean that- McCoy looked good. Man, he looked good. That's the thing, though. How Ooh, long fresh. is Sammy going to stay healthy, though? That's true. That's true. How long will he stay healthy? But you We've know. seen him flash a few t- I remember he flashed against the Chiefs. When the Chiefs played the Rams last year, he had a like, Oh, yeah. Game. Like two oh, years ago, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's almost like, well, it's Sammy Watkins we talked about. It's the health, yep. <laughs> like, it's the health. But, uh, 
I will say before we get off of this one, the one thing I was impressed by a little bit by the Jags, the defensive line was getting to Mahomes rather easy. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, them boys were screaming. Yeah, they yeah. were screaming. Uh, I think was Taven, Taven Bryant's number 90, right? Yeah, Taven Bryant is 90. Yeah, I saw him yesterday. Uh, I forget he's even on the team on the one. But when I saw him yesterday put some pressure on Mahomes and he, like, he popped Mahomes good one time, I was like, Thinking about Calais and got Yannick, uh, was it Josh Allen? Yannick, yeah, Yannick, like, Josh they Allen, got a and nasty Calais. line, yo. They've got a nasty line still. Yeah, they right? do. So, uh, I mean, I kind of hope they get together. Uh, and that's why, and that's why they do well against teams like the Patriots, because mm-hmm. because they can get home. Like Tom Brady's not going to be scrambling and running around making extra plays like Mahomes, right? And stuff, and uh, getting loose from you know a four man rush. You get loose on a four-man rush for Mahomes a lot of time. But if you do get home, that's that's great. But, like, they can play good against the Patriots. That's why they've been pretty much having the Patriots number um, because they can get home with just four guys. Right. And you could cover. And that's, like, the the, the the way to beat people like Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. You can get home with four and you're good to go. And, of course, they caused Patrick Mahomes some problems um, a couple of times. But, you know, once he don't see something, he can get out and start moving around and it just, it get ugly. And then Andy Reid's just scheming up all kind of stuff. And that's really no weak points. It's, oh, oh, man, he's just impressive. Um, I will say, uh, when Patrick Mahomes went down, he stayed with that ankle injury. I, I almost started crying. Uh, I mean, he's on many fancy teams I have, many fan duel teams I have. And I think all of Kansas City, I think all of sports held their breath for a minute because – who wants to watch the NFL when, you know, one of the best players again is out. So, um, glad to hear he's okay. Um, yeah, me too. Now, me too. You I, see- hate seeing, I hate seeing any injury. I hate seeing any player go down mm-hmm. on any team. I, I don't care. Like, it's just I, I cannot stand to see guys get hurt, man. I, I mean, football is a very violent game. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I mean, I hope guys come out of these games healthy more so than anything. That's all I like to see. I want guys to get out healthy. Yeah, um, glad that he was okay. Who, who do you think is going to settle as the as the D running back? You think it's going to be Shady? I think it's going to be Lashawn McCoy. He made a comment after the game, saying that you know once he gets you know all the calls and protections and everything down, uh, he's going to be playing playing more. I think he had like ten carries, like eighty yards or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I'm like you know Lashawn McCoy in this offense, they're not going to be stacking the box. I mean, he's going to be running in his space, which is what he does best. My God. And um, and it's going to get ugly. Right. Oof, it's going to get ugly. Did you see when my home shot no look pass? Yes, I did. I did. And he failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. And you know what? And you know what's the bad thing about it? People like trying to knock on their head like, man, why you trying to do that? I was saying, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, that's so disrespectful to the Jaguars. I'm like, damn, though. He's just like, I'm going to no look, y'all. I like, like it. Y'all trash. Me too. I like that he tried it. I like it because, I mean, be, let's be honest. Like, if you don't try it in a game, <laughs> you'll never really try it ever. Like, I mean, who cares about in practice? That's cool. But, like, I mean, to have the balls to try it during the game and pull it off, I mean, I'll take the risk or the reward. <laughs> but I, I kind of thought it was funny because I said, this man tried no look pass. When they was only up by like seven, it wasn't like they was blowing them out. Like he, he tried it right of the game, and Travis Kelsey was looking like, "Bruh, like <laughs> my fantasy points. What you doing?" <laughs> like, like that's how he looked at him. But uh, let's go ahead and move on. This one's gonna be quick for me because both these teams we gonna beat their ass. But Philadelphia played the Redskins. I thought Philadelphia actually. I didn't think they even played that well. Um, 
The fact, not at first. First half was pretty bad. The fact that right now, I think it's impressive anytime you come back from like 17 down. But uh, the fact that the Redskins got up on them, and you will see one of the most amazing touchdowns if you watch what Vernon Davis did yeah. with that hurdle. Uh, that was crazy. Like, I don't. I don't know how he pulled that off or how that even happened, but uh, one guy Twan mentioned before, I think on the podcast, he's kind of said, but I don't think I paid him to it all. Terry McLaurin had a day, Twan, didn't he? Yep. That boy can fly, man. And, and that's and that's another trend, so I want people to, to remember and take away from this thing. If you play fantasy or fan duel or just, you know, just following the NFL and, and pay attention to stats, look at the top receivers from the weekend. They are all – Guys with world class speed. speed. I mean, just straight up blazers. And uh, you know, I, I tell I, I tell people all the time, like you gotta have guys like that on the field. You gotta have receivers and stuff like that because it it just completely changes the dynamic. Because one play, it could be over. Right. Um. So Terry McLaurin from so from this game alone, you know, you had Terry McLaurin. Um. We had a one heck of a day. Uh. You had uh Deshaun Jackson on the other end. Who, in my opinion, is a Hall of Famer. Hall of, he might not be first ballot. I don't think he's first ballot, Ooh. but he's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Ooh. And he is the second greatest deep threat of all time after Randy Moss. The second greatest deep threat after Randy Moss. If I'm taking a shot and I got to choose one receiver, I'm gonna take Moss first. But my next pick is going to be Deshaun Jackson because there is no other deep threat. You know, every single week this man is gonna run. 17 variations of a post, a, a go, uh, some kind of type of double move. He's going to do it over and over and over and over and over again. And nobody ever stops it. Nobody stops it. And he still gets behind everybody. You know this dude running, I mean, I, and like he has like that Joey Galloway, Daryl Green, Deion Sanders, like syndrome. Ted Ginn got it too. It's where they get the older they get. It's like they don't even lose speed. It's like they're still faster than everybody. It's unbelievable um, how fast, you know, Deshaun Jackson is. Uh, I thought Carson Wentz played well. You know, I'm not the biggest Carson Wentz guy. Um, but he looked comfortable. He looked fully healthy, um, which I thought was a good thing. Um, you also had uh, – who else? Um, who else uh, played well? Oh, Alshon Jeffrey uh, played well. I mean, Philly is so deep. Yeah, um, very. But I, 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 I don't understand what what Washington was thinking. Sometimes, like, I, 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 Josh Norman is a good cornerback. I'm not gonna take anything away from. Him. Like, I don't think he's anything what he's getting paid. But like, why is he on the same side of the field playing a deep half, third, or quarter on the same side of the field as Deshaun Jackson? And Deshaun Jackson is like five tenths of a second faster than him in the forty. Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like, why is he over there with him? Like, I <laughs> you, put guys you know in a position to be successful. You know why. <laughs> you know why. Like, he, he ain't I, shadowing I, nobody. I mean, he might shadow, but it ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't like, it ain't like he's just shadowing the whole game. I would put – I would let Josh Norman because he's bigger. Wherever Alshon, Alshon goes, right. that's where I'm going. And when he was on Alshon, he was actually pretty good, too. Like, he was at that, – And that's what I do, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's – when you get paid like that, though, you're going to be in some situations you probably got no business in, but you're getting paid that. So I doubt they really cared. Um, but, yeah, I, I, like I said, I wasn't really impressed, to uh, be honest with you. I'm still impressed by Deshaun Jackson. The fact that, like you mentioned, we know what he's doing every week, and he's still able to do it every week if he wants to. That's 
That's crazy to me. But when you say that Hall of Fame, though, I've never thought about that. I can. He's a Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. I can feel that being a topic next podcast because uh. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson is a Hall of Famer. He will be a Hall of Famer. I I could put his numbers up anybody. He's, I'm telling y'all, he is the second greatest deep threat of all time, in my opinion. Um, I I don't even th- I don't, I don't know how anybody could even argue it at this point. Uh, it, I mean, he's right there. It's him and Jerry Rice as the second greatest guys. Like you go deep, I want y'all to right. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so you know, you know, the Eagles were able to come back. They were down, you know, early. Were able to fight and come back and um, did a good job, man. You know, they did what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to win that game. Now Darius guys got hurt in that game. Adrian Peterson was a healthy scratch. Crazy. Um, that to me was like a, a huge mistake. Darius guys ended up getting hurt. He had like ten carries for eighteen yards. Yeah. And I'm like, you can. There's no, there's no excuse for that. There is absolutely no excuse for that nonsense. What uh, uh, Adrian Peterson not playing? Now, granted, you got to have Chris Thompson on there because he's your third down back. I think Chris Thompson had like seven or eight catches that game. Yeah. PPR, yeah, yeah. But, you play PPR, you already know about Chris Thompson. Yeah. Um, I I don't understand how you know he didn't play in that game, but now guys is out. Um, I think he had like a, some type of meniscus injury, so Adrian Peterson is gonna be the guy again, and I think that that'll actually help them out a lot tremendously. It changes your play calling. You get up seventeen points. That's when I need a back like Adrian Peterson, and they didn't have him available because he's a healthy scratch. It just it made absolutely no sense to me. But um, I didn't understand you know, that either. Like I'm I'm still thinking about this now. Like, so what is it that what is it that made them say? Let's just not let AP pay, play at all. <laughs> like let's, like I, I I don't really get that. Unless it's some kind of veterans' pride thing where they didn't want to make him feel, which I still feel like scratching them is actually the most disrespectful thing you could do. But yeah, and, and and of course you know the excuse that they come up with is that you know for uh they'll say that it's uh he doesn't provide any special teams value, which I understand completely. You know, um, yeah, but. Uh, you know, you can't you, – you always want to have extra special team. If I got a guy that I'm not really going to use as much, then I'm going to, you know, get special team value for him. So, you know. Look, Frank Gore ain't been scratched yet. <laughs> Frank Gore should not be – Agent Peterson should not be getting scratched with Frank Gore. Exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. There's no excuse for it. Yeah. There's no excuse. No. You're absolutely right. And, look, we almost done, y'all. So, let's go ahead and finish up pretty quickly. We had the Los Angeles Rams play the Carolina Panthers. I thought this was actually one of the more entertaining games of the day as well, but it was also very confusing to me because the usage Todd Gurley got, and I know people are going to talk about me and stuff, but this is confusing as hell to me. If you play fantasy football, you saw every time Todd Gurley got within the two or three yard line on goal line, they took him out and put in the backup and he scored all the touchdowns. And I know people were screaming at their TVs, but just to watch just to watch it though, it, it just looks so strange. Uh, Gurley wasn't he's having still, the best day early on either. Yeah, he's, yeah, he didn't. He still ended up with almost 100 yards right, rushing. Right, that's the crazy part. That yeah, yeah. he's like he's supposed to. But uh, I, I, I guess I was there anything about that game, at least with Jared Goff, that made you kind of say, uh, well, especially after he got paid, it made you kind of think this offense is going to be better because. I don't know. Nah, I think I think they're gonna be better naturally because they got back uh, Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. But I don't like. Uh, I, I'm. I, I, my takeaway from that was more so the uh, the performance of Cam Newton. Um, he was just uh, he was back to being erratic. Cam, yeah, like missing high throws. Uh, just doing Cam Newton type stuff that yeah. you know, that he shouldn't be doing at this point. And um, I, I, 
I, I just don't know with him sometimes. But, you know, then again, tomorrow, I mean, tomorrow, next game, he could come back and be, you know, just – he could light it up, you know. So, you, you never know with Cam. But, like, Cam has become more consistent. Um, Christian McCaffrey played excellent. Carried him. Um, yeah, I mean, he was the real deal. Literally put the team on his back, <laughs> like – yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. Christian had a hell of a game. Um, let me see. Let's go ahead and move on again. Um, by the way, this is gonna be so ridiculous to even talk about. But uh, the Bears and the Packers open night. The reason I don't want to talk about y'all because y'all was the worst open night I've ever seen. I feel like in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't very exciting. And you can people can say defensive games, but that's one thing. You talk about preseason play. Aaron Rodgers not playing any preseason with his receivers and watching how off time, like the timing was just so off and stuff. Like Tuan had something when he said people need to play in the preseason. I mean, I know they don't want to play a lot. They won't get injuries, but these guys have no rhythm when it comes to game. Yeah. They've been practicing against their own team. We you know all this stuff, but they don't have any kind of like anything going on. So, um, yeah, I just thought that game was not good at all. Trubisky looks uh, like your business. Yeah, like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, all the David Montgomery hype, I actually was expecting to see a little bit more, but Mike Davis got a lot. Yeah, of he should have got some more touches. Yeah, he got a lot of time. I didn't expect that. The Bears defense, I think, is probably going to be just as good as I thought they would be. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. Nasty. So, um, let me see. Now, Green Bay's defense looked great, too. I, yeah. I mean, they look really good, really fast. Mm-hmm. Flying, um, flying around. And, uh, and Tremont Williams had the most hilarious quote saying that, we had to make Mr. Bisky play quarterback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think of that shit. I just bust out laughing because I'm like, wow, they they really just said that. So uh, the Colts played the Chargers. Jacoby Brissett, you know, obviously debuting since Andrew Luck, you know, decided to retire. And the Colts did not even look that bad to me. I mean, they, they didn't look bad to me at all, to be honest. Uh, you know, they're not as maybe as explosive as they were with Luck, but Marlon Mack had a career day. Uh, yes, sir. Boy was scampering out there. Um, T.Y. Hilton actually played, you know, pretty well considering that he had some plays well with Jacoby and uh, mm-hmm. Austin Eckler. Uh, again, Melvin Gordon. The Chargers do not need you. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Stay your ass just... home. You don't have to yeah. get paid because uh, they do not. They really, they literally do not need you. Austin Eckler had three touchdowns. Phillip looked great. Mike Williams got hurt, hurt, which I got a little concerned about because I want to see him take off this year, hopefully. Yeah, me too. Um, anything you got on that game? Um, Malik Hooker made probably the greatest interception I've seen Ooh, in a long, long time. That one hand plug in the end zone. And it was key like in the moment. Right. Like it wasn't just the fact that he plucked it out of the average with one hand in in motion, full sprint. Right. It was that he also, you know, like the moment, you know, it was in the end zone. At that point in time in the game, that was just that was a crazy pick. Um, but I also like, uh, uh, you know, what I saw from Jacoby Brissett and the Colts. They were fighting. I think you know if there was Andrew Luck playing, it would probably would have been the same exact results we got uh, for this game. Me person, but you know that's how I feel about Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Chargers really needed to uh, to come out with that win and um, you know to stay relevant in that division. Because uh, I think that division is going to be a lot more competitive than people think, outside of, of course, uh, Kansas City. I mean, they're just insane. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty I much agree. it for that. 
Okay. Um, well, another one entertaining games yesterday, uh, and I was actually talking a lot of crap about him. <laughs> uh, the Arizona Cardinals played the Lions, and they tied. Um, yes, sir. But before they tied, uh, the Arizona offense to me looked god awful. Um, it looked like it looked like one of those situations where a coach comes to the NFL trying some stuff, and then it just looks like it's just not going to work at all. And uh, Kyler Murray, to me, yesterday was one of the first days where he actually seemed as small as he actually is. Because I, uh, even though every quarterback gets passes batted down, I think watching Kyler Murray's passes get knocked down. And seeing his body language afterwards, where it's kind of like, man, what am I supposed to do? That, to me, was just kind of like, it was kind of depressing, to be honest to me, like when I saw it. But um, they played the Lions. Matthew Stafford went crazy, like, for almost 400 yards and a bunch of touchdowns. But I feel like, and this might just be me, I might be the minority, but I just feel like Matthew Stafford, I don't I don't trust him to beat me. Am I off in that? Uh, I don't. I don't think you are. I, I he didn't play bad. He didn't that game at all except, until the end when he made the dumbest, <laughs> the dumbest decision I've ever seen. They really. I'm Detroit should have lost that game. They should have. Uh, but Tremaine Brock and y'all go back and watch. It was in overtime, and I, it might have been like ten seconds left in the game. And Matthew Stafford tries to throw a ball on the sideline. Nobody's there but an Arizona Cardinals defender. And he literally – all you got to do is pick the ball off, walk out of bounds. Hey, man, he probably could have picked it off and ran it back for a touchdown. But all you got to do is just step out of bounds. And the, and the Arizona in field goal position, and they win the game. Tremaine Brock, the ball just hit some dead smack in the chest and dropped it. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of the craziest things I think I've seen in, in a while. Um and uh, he ended up dropping the ball. They ended up wanting to run more play. And Matthew Stafford then, at that point, just throw it, just heaves the ball out of bounds. And the game ends in a tie. But my overall take from the game, man, I like what I saw from Kyler Murray. I like what I saw from Cliff Kingsbury. Um, like early in the game, the fans were booing because he was taking field goals instead of going for fourth down. And in the end, they ended up working out for them, you know, allowing them the opportunity to go to overtime because he said was taking those three. He wasn't taking risks. So I thought he did a good job coaching and doing that. And, um, you know, he, he wasn't overwhelmed by the moment. He ended up, he was doing the right coach decision, didn't get pressured by that. So um, I'm excited to see what they do. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see what they're going to do and yeah. and how they're going to, um, you know, progress. Now, I think, of course, they play Baltimore next week. I think they're going to get blasted. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kyler Murray made some 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 incredible throws. And uh, Larry Fitzgerald, who is a first ballot Hall of Famer, um, it looked incredible. Yeah. I mean, he was getting separation, getting open. Like, every time I cut on Madden, I see that he got, like, 83 speed. I'm like, this is the biggest joke I've ever seen. Like, like this dude can play. Um, he's like, a wonder. Like, he really is. Yeah. He's making this diving catches. He's so strong, man. I'm talking, like, it's like he does, like, he is so strong. I mean, so strong. Mm-hmm. He was making diving um, catches that I was just sitting there watching, like, wow. <laughs> like, it's... This man has the strongest hands I've ever seen at field. Yeah, exactly. Man. Like, he's, he's a strong dude. It's just crazy. Uh, let me see. From the Lions side, uh, I guess nothing sticks out to me too much except for the tight end, TJ Hawkinson, who he went early. Yes, for sir. Run. Oh, yes, sir. That man uh, That man hit the century mark and some. Like, he went off. And, did, and that, that wasn't even the most impressive part to me. Like, the most impressive part was his blocking. Like, he was destroying people blocking. I'm like, yeah. this dude is incredible yeah like, he's great he's incredible man he's a real deal yeah he's literally great um 
By the way, we're doing the podcast during the Saints game, and Michael Thomas, y'all, uh, I have no idea how he plays from the slot and does what he does, but he gets so much separation. He's another person that I don't think is super fast or anything, but just can just run a route and just make catches, and I don't know, y'all. Like, that dude, that dude's savvy. He got paid for a reason, too. Um, yeah. One game that I did not pay much attention to, I'll be honest, Cincinnati, Bengals played the Seahawks. It wasn't yeah. the most entertaining game to me, and the Seahawks in general, I just hate watching them play football on offense. Like, Russell Wilson, besides him being the worst interview in the entire industry of sports. He, nah, Bill Belichick. He ain't worse than Bill. No, no, no. Bill just want to – first of all, Bill just don't want to talk to you, okay? Just understand that. He don't really – he's not even being rude, I don't feel like. Bill just saying, look, man, I, I don't get paid to do this. I just I look, I just want to go coach football. But Russell Wilson gives the most encouraging, boring I, – I just can't deal with him, but – um, DK Metcalf yesterday. Uh, I think I realized why he fell so much in that draft. Even though he had a decent game, DK Metcalf don't know how to play football. Uh, I I literally watched him yesterday run a route in which he passed interference, like he ran a post route. He pushed the guy off, and the guy fell down. And DK Metcalf got so excited he was wide open that he forgot the route he was supposed to run. Cause they didn't even call the PI, but. You could see uh-huh. Mr. Wilson got so frustrated with him, and Pete Carroll just benched DK Metcalf for like it felt like a whole quarter, but it, it was just funny to see. Like this, this man, I, I just don't think knows how to play football. Honestly, like he's a hell of a talent, but I, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, and he, he showed, he, and he had some, he had a couple good plays. He got the bullying, uh, Drake Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. and he bullied William Jackson a couple times too. I'm like, man, this, I mean, he's still big, strong, and fast, and he's a better, a better route runner like as far as like his ability to change direction then uh-huh. then I think he's giving credit for. Um but me watching that game one thing to sit out Jadavion Clowney was good. I didn't even see um, him. How did he play? Uh he played well. He I mean he got a uh batted down a pass, uh got a sack, got a tackle for loss. Um he was doing doing Jadavion Clowney stuff. Uh <laughs> Seattle's defense is pretty good. They're, they're a little weak on the back end though. And uh was evident by John Ross going off for like 160 yards, two touchdowns. Now, one thing that surprised was I guess it wasn't too much so much of a surprise because Joe Mixon got hurt. Um, but they the Cincinnati Bengals, Andy Dalton took about 51 times. And that was like a shock to me. I'm like, I don't understand what Zach Taylor's doing right now or why he's throwing the ball so much. He was uh, especially without AJ Green being out there. But uh, John Ross was getting open and he was drawing up some down some great plays. Uh uh Tyler Eifert. Um, he looked like he's back healthy and looking like Tyler Alfred, the Pro Bowl tight end. And um, uh, Tyler Boyd was looking good. And uh, I was like, man, you know, they could have some potential once, you know, A.J. Green gets back um, offensively. I can really see the Giovanni Bernard, of course. He's just been a solid NFL player since he's been in the league. Yeah. Um, so they didn't really miss a step there. So, I mean, they, they played well. I don't think anybody gave them any kind of credit going into um, – you gave them had high expectations going into Seattle. Yeah, um, I know I didn't at first, and um, I didn't either. And Andy Dalton actually surprised me with how how he played when I when I read the final stat line. Even though stats on everything, I also saw he threw the ball fifty times. I'm like, whoa! Like, what happened? Like, what's going on? But I didn't realize Joe Mixon had gotten hurt again. You know, either uh, sounds like he just got like a little sprained ankle. He may be back this week. Probably will play this week. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, uh, like I said, I didn't pay much attention to it because I just 
I, I don't know what it is for me. I guess certain, sometimes when I see like heavy rain during games, I just kind of get turned off by it because yeah. like, I'm about to see sloppy football. And so. listen, and that, and that's going to have to be one of the topics that we talk about one day. There is no excuse for football games not to be played indoors. All uh, NFL football games should be played indoors. I don't know. Uh, I can't. I don't, we don't go to NBA games and watch them outdoors. It's hot. Is yeah, I mean, I'm talking about super hot at these games. And um, look, and a snow, a snow I, I, game. I don't want to go inside and watch game. it. Look, a snow game. I want to be in the air conditioning and watch your professional athletes play. I don't want to see games in the rain. I don't want to see sloppiness. I, I want to see a good, clean foot professional football game. That's football, though. Like a good, like a snow game is still to me something that you'll see a lot of folks tune into. Even if they don't, even if it's terrible football, even when you know for a fact guys can't run routes and tackling is awful, a snow game on TV is still sometimes one of the best things you can watch in football. So, I mean, I I, I can't say I don't want it to ever be there, um, but I get what you're saying though. Like I said, that turned me off. Uh, at least just again, see for me. But um, let me see. Let's go and finish the rest of these. Uh, we basically got uh, two more games. The San Francisco 49ers. Uh, oh yeah, I watched that game. Beat too. the Buccaneers. I, I'm. So I, I tried to watch as much of that game as I could, but uh, a lot of bad quarterback play. Yeah, it, on both sides. The most hilarious thing to me in the world is watching Jameis Winston scramble. Uh, <laughs> he, he runs like a fat ass little. I don't know. Yeah, I run like a fat deer. <laughs> yeah. A fat baby deer he just running around. <laughs> when when he throws pick sixes, uh, to me it's just it's just so funny. Like it's just I I don't know. Jameis Winston is hilarious. Like I feel like he's a I feel like he's a funny person, but watching him play football, like it just makes me laugh. Because e- even when he's great, it still just looks funny to me. Um, let me see. Uh, I guess I guess something I want to ask about is Matt Breida. Literally every game I've watched, well, every football game I've ever heard of, Matt Breida has gotten hurt in and come back and gotten hurt again. <laughs> so. I guess I'm wondering, is there going to be an over-under this year? Do you think Matt Breida will actually play five games and not get injured? Because I don't think it's possible, Twan. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. They're going to have to. They're going to need him because Tevin Coleman's out right now. Right. Uh, Tevin, high right. They're about to bring so, Matt Wilson, it sounds like, uh, from last year. Um, I forget his first name. I think it's Jarrell Wilson, something like that. I can't remember. But Oh, you mean? No, they got Raheem Mostert back there. I don't think they got Raheem. He ran well, too. He ran well when he got – uh. After Coleman went down, he came in and ran well. I feel like Raheem always runs well. Like I don't even Yeah, he does. He does. Either. But he's uh, really fast too. Um but it was a lot a lot of bad quarterback play. James went through three picks and um, you know, San Francisco won it being a blowout, but he threw two pick sixes. Um it should he should have thrown four pick four or five picks. I know they dropped like two of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was just late on throws, just, I mean, just doing James Winston stuff. And I, I I was telling people, you know, I love James Winston at Florida State and all this stuff. He was my guy, you know, brought us a national championship. But uh, uh-uh. I went at the draft. I was telling everybody, I said, do not – like, I, there's no way I'm drafting him. Like, I was like, you better I, – I, I was saying Tampa should draft Mariota. Like, it shouldn't even be a, a close decision. James Winston's last year in college was – I mean, he was making bad decisions off the field. Plus, on the field, making bad decisions by all the turnovers that he had. And he's been the same person in the pros. Right. So I'm like, I, I just don't understand why, they, why they're doing it. But I will say Tampa's defense looked a lot better. Um, um, Rojo, the running back, man, he was running hard. Uh, he's going to get a lot more carries this week. What a, uh, what a bright spot. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, they've been talking him up a long time, but 
Yeah. Ronald Jones can play. He's talented too, man. Yeah. Uh, Offenses in general in that game were just not good. I'm looking at stats now. Garoppolo, boy, he – he was bad too. Yeah, he was bad. Now, now to be fair to him, he threw two touchdown passes that got called back. I saw that to uh, George Kittle. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and George Kittle's a beast, y'all. Oh my goodness. What's, oh my goodness. Since you watched the Ooh. game, what's going on with? You know, I want to believe in Dante Pettis, right? And Marquis. Oh yeah. Well, he's been battling the groin injury, so he only played like a handful of snaps. What about Marquise? Like, I, he's just a, a deep threat. That's all he is. Mm. They, they're only using him to stretch the field, fake jet sweeps to him, uh, stuff like that. Uh, Debo Samuel looked pretty good in his two touches. I didn't see Jalen Hurd too much uh, get involved. but uh, did, he, did he play? I thought he was out. I I, I don't know. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember seeing him. I think he was a scratch. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, might, he might have been a scratch, but I, I personally don't remember seeing him uh, at all. If Tevin Coleman's out, then they're probably going to – Call they're going. He probably won't be a scratch this week because you know he can play running back and you know receive a tight end whatever they need to do. Right. Um. But yeah, Dante Pettis he caught one ball that I remember, and uh, he just really wasn't being used as much. And uh, but he's been like dealing with a groin injury or something, so they say. And then uh, he's kind of been like in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse a little bit. So I I don't know what the deal is with that. But um, Garoppolo I I'm, I don't believe in him. Right now, you know, I know I picked San Francisco to win that division, but um, man, Garoppolo looks. Oh man, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could get Kyle Shanahan's actual thoughts, knowing that um, you know, they paid the money obviously to Garoppolo to you know be QB there, but at the same time, you know, Kyle Shanahan's offense, I feel like they should average thirty points a game just because of what right. dials up. And uh, and looking at this game, like in all reality, if it wasn't for those two pick sixes. I mean, this game is a tie. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and here's and here's a little thing too, man. They can get out of that deal. They can as well. Yeah, they can get out of that deal for fairly easy, too. Uh-huh. Um, they can get out of it and you know and be good. So you know, it's gonna be um, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do after he performs this year. They can really get out of this deal and do whatever they want to with him and, and not take a hit. Right. So. Definitely interested in seeing what they do. All right, y'all. And last game. Uh, this was, I was excited for this game for apparently no reason. The New England Patriots beat the dog crap out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I told y'all, Juju Smith-Schuster is not ready for this limelight. He is not ready to be the number one receiver. I told y'all, he ain't never faced no number one cornerbacks. A.B. was taking all that work. And now that Juju's the man, we see what he do. Big Ben Roethlisberger. Boy, <laughs> you got a long season ahead of you if you're going to keep playing like that. Like, good God. Uh, all the whole Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown stuff, look, all this stuff ain't looking very good when you're getting your ass beat like this. So, I mean, I guess what one of my main takeaways from that game was I'm watching Tom Brady throw deep balls. I'm watching Tom Brady flex and do his thing. And then he's adding Antonio Brown next week. <laughs> like, Lord Hammer. what in the hell is – what the hell is going on with the NFL? Who's going to stop this? And takeaway number two was what you mentioned to me. Why the hell is Patrick Chung playing football? <laughs> I don't know, man. He got that cocaine cowboys. He's still getting to play. I'm like, this is crazy. But, uh, man, you said it, man. Uh, 
the fact that we got the uh, the possibility Ooh. of um Alvin Kamara just got helicoptered, I think. <laughs> yeah, he did. My goodness, Wazazaz looked. But um yeah, um what was I saying? Um oh yeah. The fact that they get Antonio Brown is just it's almost I mean it's it's completely unfair. It is. Uh to tell you the truth. It is completely unfair. Um Josh Gordon looked great. Great. Uh Julian Edelman um looked great. Um uh, even the uh the, the the two rookies they had out there looked good. And it uh, I, man, I, they just have so much. And they I mean they were running so many different schemes. They were going empty. They were going um they're going I formation power sets running the ball to like five different running backs. I mean, Burkhead got carries, uh, Bolden got carries, Michelle got carries, uh, James White got carries and catches. Um, <laughs> they were doing it all, man. They are just, uh, they, they're going to be here to deal with Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about them not having uh, AB. A lot of people had a high expectation. Oh, I think they're going to be better. They don't have to. And see, this goes back to, to what I say all the time. That whole locker room stuff and morale and stuff in the locker room, that stuff is overstated, overrated. Nobody cares about that stuff when you're out there playing football. You're out there trying to do the best that you can. I guarantee you everybody that plays Pittsburgh this year are just so happy. <laughs> so happy. They don't see Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell every week. Oh, you think the Baltimore Ravens sad about that? Nope. You think the Bengals sad? Nope. Uh-uh. They're not sad about that stuff. Cleveland is jumping for joy right now. Oh, I ain't got to see AB. Yeah, even a demon to tell me. Yeah, right. Thank you. Got to pay them dues twice a year. Come on, man. They they're not. They're, I mean, they just they they are. They, they, it doesn't mean you're a better football team because you you lose guys like that. That addition by subtraction stuff is Stupid. a bunch of crap. Stupid. Um, you you don't become better. Rex Ryan said it best. Um. On Monday, oh, on the Sunday countdown show, he was like, you know, yeah, they're they're gonna they're probably a better team as far as how they get along and everything, Monday through Saturday. <laughs> but that don't mean nothing on Sunday, right? When you get on Sunday, you still need those goons out there. Now, granted, I thought their receivers did a pretty good job. They made some pretty good catches, but you know, Big Ben was average. Very. Uh, defense was trash. Um, I don't care for how people are saying that. Look. Not that I'm saying James Conner's anywhere near challenge as Le'Veon Bell, but what the Patriots like, what they always about the Patriots are best at. Oh my God, Drew Brees, what are you? Oh my God! All right, Patriots are best at taking away your best weapons. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. All right, so we so we know Stephon took Juju out the game. Yep. Uh, James Conner. I mean, he was mainly taken out the game because of the fact they was not going to let him beat them. Um, right. Uh. I, I guess I don't know. Like I'm gonna be honest, Pittsburgh's not making the playoffs in my opinion. I, I just don't quite see it. Uh, breaking news: Tyreek Hill, but not all right. Tyreek Hill avoided IR. That's good news. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I just don't uh quite see any situation in which Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I don't know, man. That we know New England's offense is gonna be nice, but I mean for the defense to do that without Kyle Van Noy and the other guys, it was they're missing actually a few guys. Um mm-hmm. Jamie Collins is back in New England and Yep. Uh yeah, man. I, it's gonna be rough for Pittsburgh. Uh one question though, since I, I just kinda thought since you were talking about it. 
we've known Pittsburgh defense to get their ass destroyed by New England, you know, for years and years. So absolutely, what what do you think is the conversation that's had before when you're preparing for New England, you're Pittsburgh? What the hell do you think Mike Tomlin and, the, and them and they're talking about? Like, because they've beaten them any kind of way in every kind of way possible. It feels like at this point, so. They run the ball through them. They clearly thrown the ball like crazy for years and years. But I mean, you gotta have guys to beat them. And I mean, even when they beat them last, and Joe Hayden picked it off. You know, there, there's just been like these back and forth battles. Like I, I always feel like, you know, Pittsburgh feel like they're knocking on the door. Remember there was. When he reached the ball out over the end zone yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And then there's always been like a little back and forth between them. And Pittsburgh has always been right there knocking the door. And I know they beat them in the regular season last year. But right. there, there's always been like this little thing. Can can they can Pittsburgh get over the, the hump? And like I, I like without Le'Veon Bell, without Antonio Brown, I, I don't see how they could possibly you know compete with them or play with them. And then on the defensive end, like I, I I don't I just don't see it happening, man. And you got to be able to stop. I mean, they got a few stops with uh, New England, but New England was so good defensively, and you know Pittsburgh weren't able to keep up as far as like scoring points and stuff. And it just it completely got out of hand. And, and uh, crazy that even though they got beat thirty three to three, I was I was reading a stat earlier that said that this was the highest scoring opening week of football throughout all the games. And if you think about it, Chicago and Green Bay, 10-3. to 3. New England and what you call it, like, only three points scored by the Steelers. But still, this was the highest scoring opening week in football in history. And um, it just makes me so excited. No football's back. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah, man. But anyway, uh, now that we're pretty much finished up, uh, did you have a question this week from the crowd? Well, what? I, I kind of I brought it up already. Uh, I had a brother, um, my guy James, he was asking me about uh, the, the being able to review – um, what? Oh, I've been able to review. Uh, okay, we those calls as far as um, you know, guys being out of bounds, and which I think you should be able to review. You know, certain judgment calls. Mm. But other than that, um, yeah, I'm. I'm I, I that was pretty much the only one. You had some questions. Uh, I only had one. Uh, my guy Brandon basically asked, uh, "Is AB crazy?" <laughs> and at first, well, I'll tell you what. When he asked this question last week when we were supposed to do a podcast, we missed last week. But I will say, yes, he's crazy. As I speak today, AB's probably not crazy. Uh, I think that's he crazy. I think there's something going on as far as I don't know how the hell New England all of a sudden, you know, made this deal happen. You know, even with the $20 million next year, the option and stuff. I mean, I. Drew Rosenhaus is on first take today, which was a very interesting conversation because I don't feel like Drew Rosenhaus answered one question. He talked around everything that was asked to him, which is what agents do. I thought he did a good job. I don't know, man. Like, I just I – f- I feel like you could fill in gaps to a lot of what he was saying. Which I mean, maybe that's just me being a conspiracy man, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, I – by the way, Molly Kim's got to go. She got to get her ass off TV. Uh, she sucks. Whenever, whenever they were talking about the Cowboys conversation, and they asked, they asked Damian Woody what he thinks, well, what he thinks about the Cowboys. You know, as far as his prediction on the Super Bowl, he still say he thinks it's gonna happen. 
And then Molly just jumps out of nowhere and starts yelling for no reason. And everybody's looking at her crazy, like, why are you yelling? But she said, have they beat the Patriots? First of all, what the hell they got to do with them getting to the Super Bowl? Can anybody tell me that? What the hell they got to do with the Super Bowl? Nothing. And then uh, you could tell. I feel sorry for Jalen Rose. Look, Damon got pissed off at the while. You could tell when he started raising his voice at Molly, which I actually started laughing at because after he broke down the situation of how the Patriots will probably not end up paying AB and how guarantees are broken up, Molly shut the hell up, which is what she should have been doing the whole time. Yeah. So, yep. Like, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not anti-woman and this and that, but look. Molly's just gotta stop. Like now that she's married, this is a great time for him to get her off the air. Because let's be honest, when men watch sports shows or sports in general, if a woman's on there, they're usually looking at her because she's probably attractive or because she's a moderate or something like that. You know, I I feel like Molly done fell off. Let me stop talking about this. Let me get a damn podcast because y'all about to get me on the phone. Don't get me started. <laughs> you already know I why well, I set Molly on fire. Oh my god. But yeah, uh first of all, yeah, we appreciate you tuning in this week. Please keep sharing, uh obviously on Instagram, uh Facebook, Twitter, whatever you may have. Uh we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, we are on uh Anchor. All that app. Uh, let me see. Tom, you got anything for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go, though, I just want to say that uh, congratulations to my Florida State Seminoles. You know, we had a hard-fought victory. You know, we won. Um, you know, I just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. And uh, I don't really have any other, other impressions from the college football weekend. Did you have anything from that? We don't talk college football on this podcast, so it's really not. Oh, uh, no. Because Miami getting their behind but, every week. Hey, but once again, y'all, we thank y'all for listening. We saw about last week missing it, but, uh, you know, obviously personal lives and work getting away. But they're going to try to keep these things coming as much as possible. Uh, Twan got lucky, hit me up for some money this week in FanDuel and Pick'ems, but I guarantee – he will not beat me next week because I might not even feel out of pick him. So, uh, like I said, I appreciate y'all listening. Yeah, by the way, some of y'all have our numbers. If y'all want to get into a pick em raises pot, don't be shy. Hit me up. Hit us up. We don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that and fan Yeah, fan as well. Don't mind. I had me a great weekend. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, thank y'all for listening, and I'm out. Peace, y'all. Thank you.